I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Turn up your volume. volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. With Tony Maradero. 55 seconds left in the penalty, a minute and 27 seconds left in regulation time. Boston 4, Montreal 3. Lafleur coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into Lemaire, back to Lafleur. Oh! The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. <laughs> You're in the ball! Sports entertainment like no other. Rejoins, on lui fait perdre la rondelle, une passe devant. Et c'est la bonne ce sera la victoire des Canadiens. pour les Canadiens. Le 23e de l'histoire. You found the dogs! John, you found the dogs! He found the dogs! And all together, they worked a young team to the top. And now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. La TV. Embrace your true nature. And Playground. Your premier gaming destination. It's going to be sick. Marinero on this Tuesday, July 25th. It is four minutes past 10 p.m. We're going a little bit later. I had to actually rush back inside. I just got home uh, a couple of minutes ago, as a matter of fact. I was uh, at Hockey Etc. on Côte d'Elias. What was I doing at Hockey Etc.? Well, I had a chance to see your very own Nick Suzuki, your very own Caden Gooley, and more. And I'm going to get to that in just a couple of minutes. I'm going solo tonight. I want to talk to you about my experience. I want to talk to you about what I saw. And I'm sure you're going to be very interested in what I have to say. It is Marinero. It is the Sick Podcast weeknights at 10 p.m. Live on YouTube, live on Facebook, live on Twitter. The Sick Podcast is brought to you in part by La Bitta TB, brewed in Quebec and a winner of a dozen international awards. La Bitta TB offers quality microbrewery beers made with premium ingredients for everyone's tastes. La Bitta TB, embrace your true nature. The Sick Podcast also brought to you by Playground, your premier gaming destination, open 24-7. Drinks are always free while you play. Over 600 machines, poker tournaments, Cash games, daily promotions, free valet, and unmatched customer service. Why go anywhere else, I ask? Located just over the Mercier Bridge, only minutes from downtown Montreal playground. The Sick Podcast also brought to you in part by Energy Transportation Group, a leading full-service logistics provider serving all of North America. Energy Transportation Group is driven to be different so once again welcome everyone i hope you're doing well. and uh once again we have a lot to talk about so i have one eye on the uh youtube um chat right now as it's going on dan desjardins says tony what's the news today tony well uh i'm gonna tell you what the news is today so 
I got a call from uh, Zach Fucali. Zach, by the way, is uh, one of my favorite people that I've had a chance to meet since I've been covering this beautiful game and since I've been in this beautiful business, which is sports media. Zach Fucali, of course, you can all recall, was a Montreal Canadiens draft pick. He had a lot of success with the Halifax Mooseheads in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Uh, he was with Halifax for four seasons. Uh, at the end of that last season, uh, he ended up becoming a Quebec Rampart. Uh, Zach Fucali won the Memorial Cup with the Halifax Mooseheads. And uh, then, uh, once again, he was a second-round pick by the Canadians, 36th overall in 2013. Very unfortunately, um, Zach did not start any games with the Montreal Canadiens. And uh, he moved around here, there, and a little bit of everywhere. He had a, a great moment when uh, with the Washington Capitals a couple of years ago where he pitched a shutout. Memory serves me well. I believe the game was in Detroit, much to the delight of his parents and especially his father, Jack, who really is a good Jack and uh, who was over the moon with that shutout. And Zach is coming off a great year because um, he helped lead Hershey in the American Hockey League to a Calder Cup, actually winning the final in Game 7 in overtime. It doesn't get more dramatic than that, folks. Pretty amazing, though, when you think about it. Well, Zach Fucali has already started planning his post-career like a lot of smart athletes do. Um, and I really love what he's doing. And I really love the company that he opened up along with his friends and partners, um, Oliver and Alex. And so in April of 2021, during COVID, and I believe it's April of 2021. Uh, let me just, I, um, I don't want to make a mistake here. So let me just uh, double check that information. I don't want to get it wrong because uh, who knows, it could actually be. April of 2020. Let me see. So in April of 2020, in April of, I'm, I'm glad I double checked. In April of 2020, during COVID, uh, Zach and his buddies, Oliver and Alex, opened up a company called Living Sisu. Uh, Living Sisu, uh, and Zach explained to me that Sisu is, um, Finish. It's a term in terms of um, basically never giving up, overcoming adversity, and and you know determination and, and all those things. Obviously, that um, um, that we want to have in us, and we want um, other people to have in them as well. So um, it stands for a lot of things. Um, but one of the um, one of their main goals, one of their main objectives as a company is that they want to uh, be able to um, put together a platform uh, to make sports accessible. And so tonight uh, they were able to do so. Now, Hockey Etc. is a beautiful establishment and facility on Cote d'Elias. And years and years ago. Uh, a lot of the players who re were represented by Cortex Management, um, in which Kent Hughes, the Montreal Canadiens general manager, of course, uh, was a partner at, they would train in the summer. 
And at one point, it became a little bit too much to handle. <clears throat> there was a lot of work involved. And um, they had asked Zach and his people if they wanted to um, basically take over the summer league. So they did so. And they founded basically the Living Sisu Hockey League, the LSHL. And uh, what they did was they opened it up to pretty much everyone. So you don't have to be a client of Cortex Management. Uh, basically, they tried to get, you know, the, the, the cream of the crop, um, the, uh, the most talented players who were spending their summers in Montreal, whether they were represented by Cortex or not. And uh, they put together a pretty nice list. So Alex, who's one of the partners, lost his mom to, to pancreatic cancer. So what they decided to do was, hey, let's put together this league. Let's make it three-on-three -three hockey. Let's have rosters of pretty much seven, two shifts of three and a goalie. and uh, and I love the actual game, by the way. The format's amazing because it's three-on-three. Three, it's on a smaller ice rink. It's three-on-three three hockey. And it kind of reminds me of basketball because basketball, you're always on the offense, right? It's, it's going down one way, back the other, down one way, back the other. And in basketball, the main objective really is to, uh, or the main strategy is to get the ball into the hands of probably the most skilled player, the most dominant player. And when you play three on three, well, you know, the skilled players and the dominant players, they're touching the puck a lot too. And there's not a lot of defense because once again, it's offense one way and then offense the other, offense one way and offense the other. So what they did is through the Living Sisu app, you're able to buy tickets if you wanted to watch these games for $10. You should have seen some of the fans camped outside next to where the parking lot was. And once the players were going to be parking, everyone wanted an autograph, a picture, and all that stuff. And the players, by the way, were very accessible. They were very, very good. I was really impressed. And it was nice to see, and I was happy to see it. And so uh, the place was was packed. Uh, it was, the atmosphere was really, really amazing. This was week three. Uh, I'm embarrassed to say that I wasn't there for week one or week two. I, uh, I thank Zach for contacting me and getting me out there. And uh, I went there uh, earlier this evening. And um, Zach asked me if I could uh, provide color on their stream. So they streamed the two games that they had. One game started at around 5.15. They're 45-minute games, three periods of 15 minutes. If there's a penalty, you get a penalty shot. The puck is always in play. If it hits the mesh, it's in play. Unless, of course, it goes out of play. But if it hits the mesh, it's in play. And one of the other rules you have to be aware about is the offside rule. So the puck carrier um, carries the puck into the offensive zone over the blue line. He can then come out of the zone. And as long as he stays within the blue line and the red line, you're still on side. So the red line basically at that point replaces the blue line. There was a lot of skill on display. It was absolutely amazing. The tickets sold for $10, which once again, you could have bought on the Living Sisu app. And all the money and the proceeds went towards um, pancreatic cancer, which obviously is a great, great cause. So without further ado, I'm going to bring up some of the lineups to you and show you who was playing in these games. Um, so this was game number one. 
So the team sponsored by Cristaline had Montreal Canadiens, Nick Suzuki, and Raphael Arvipinar, and former have Zach Fucali as their goalie, along with Julien Gauthier, Samuel Bolduc, Jonathan Huberdeau, who arrived a little late, as a matter of fact. It was pretty funny uh, because uh, Huberdeau, uh, once again, uh, he arrived probably about, I don't know, 10 minutes into the game or whatever. You just see him uh, arriving there. I don't know where he was, but anyway, he was there, uh, and I was told that he was replacing Daniel Sprung. And um, once again, Huberto, Latang, David Perron. And uh, once again, Zach Fucali was your goalie uh, for Team Cristalin. For Team Uptown Wealth Management, uh, goalie is Frankie LaPena. And the players, Anthony Beauvillier, Giovanni Fiore, Anthony Manta, Maxime Contois, who's been talked about a lot because, of course, he has not received a qualifying offer from Anaheim. And uh, he has shown some interest in joining the Montreal Canadiens. Mind you, uh, we're hearing that they have not contacted his agent. Uh, that would be Marco Scandella. No S, so we can remove the S there. But that would be Marco Scandella, former Montreal Canadiens defenseman. Nick Bruyard and Samuel Blais. And let's go to the other game, which was the um, the 6 p.m. game. Um Okay, so that would be... Um... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. For Team um, Montreal Asset, it would be Devin Levi was your goalie. And Pierre-Olivier Joseph, his brother Matthew Joseph, Pierre-Luc Dubois, Xavier Borgo, Joe Valeno, Hab Caden Gouli, and Samuel Poulain. And for Team Accent Assurance, Alex Dubois was your goalie, Javier, um, Gru, Dauphin, Nicolas Delaurier, Vincent Dernay, who's a mammoth of a man, former Hab Jonathan Drouin, and Alexandre Carrier. So those were your rosters. And uh, so I, 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 you know, I'm going to give you um, my impressions. Uh, and by the way, um, I had a chance at the end of the game uh, to meet one of the uh, one of the sponsors of the event of uh, of Accent Assurance, uh, gentleman by the name of Ted Accent Insurance Solutions, 
And uh, we had a great talk. We had a great talk, as a matter of fact, about um, everything that Zach is doing with uh, Living Sisu and uh, and uh, sports media and the Sick Podcast. And it was pretty cool. Uh, I'm sure much to the light of Agnello and Sammy that uh, during the intermissions, and there were very, very brief intermissions, and at the end of the game, of the first game, and at the end of the second game, the theme song of the Sick Podcast was playing in the background and that was pretty cool. That was really, really cool. So once again, Yellow and Sammy, if you can bring up the rosters so I can basically give you my observations. And uh, I was, um, once again, I want to thank Zach, uh, Oliver, and uh, Alex for thinking of me in terms of um, providing commentary on the stream. And, uh, you know, I think it's something that uh, they've been doing for a little while here and trying out and having fun with. And I'm sure I'm sure it's something that's going to get bigger and better as time goes on. And um, it was fun. It was fun. I, I, I'm not sure if it's it was my first time ever doing color for a hockey game. But if I wasn't my first, you know, chances are I only did once or twice before. Like, I, I, I don't remember ever doing color for a hockey game. So it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun for me. Nick Suzuki has to be. We'll keep the uh, we'll keep the um, the roster up there. Okay, Nick Suzuki has to be like the most generous hockey player in the world. Uh, he wasn't in the mood to shoot a lot tonight, and you can tell that. You can tell that he's very very appreciated as a teammate because if you play pro sports and especially hockey. And you get a player who's going to pass the puck to you all the time and always think about you before he thinks about himself. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, and so it wasn't Suzuki's best game because he wasn't playing a selfish game. He was playing really for everyone else tonight. And um, Raphael RV Pinard, Raphael RV Pinard, folks, he was flying. He looked to be in very good shape. He looked to have a lot of gas in the tank. Um, he had a burst, he had pace, he was driving the net, he was going to the net, uh, he looked great. Julien Gauthier, Julien Gauthier um, has been with several teams in the National Hockey League, and um, he was a big-time goal scorer in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. This guy has very, very soft hands, and this guy had 40 goals in him, and um He's trying to find that two-way game in the National Hockey League, but in a game of a format of three-on-three where you don't have to back-check all that much and um, there's room and space out there for you to do your thing, uh, I thought he was one of the best players for Team Cristalin, if not the best tonight. I mean, the puck looked like a magnet on his stick. Um Samuel Bolduc and Jonathan Huberdeau, I thought, were a little bit less visible. Chris Latang is like a kid in a candy store. You know, he loves to dangle with the puck, and he likes to move it, he likes to skate, and he's a really, really good passer. David Perron is that David Perron who had that scoring touch in junior hockey and still has it in the National Hockey League and still had it tonight. If he got a chance in close, he made you pay for sure. Uh, in terms of all the goalies that played here tonight, well, when teams end up scoring 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 goals, and it's open, it's a three-on-three format, uh, it's going to be really, really tough for a goalie to establish themselves because it's 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 not easy at all, all right? 
Anthony Beauvillier, of course, is a former New York Islander who became, at one point, his name was thrown out there and rumored to be a Montreal Canadian that there would be interest. He's a winger. Uh, and, of course, he went to Vancouver in the Bull Horvat deal. Giovanni Fiore. Giovanni Fiore was a player who impressed me because Giovanni Fiore is an undrafted player. He's never played in the National Hockey League. And he went out there, and he was really, really good tonight. I believe he's been playing for a team, the Berlin. I think he's been playing for Berlin for the last three seasons or so. Uh, but what was cool about Giovanni Fiore is a 26-year-old left winger, six foot, about 200 pounds, played with four teams over four years in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, once again an undrafted player, and the past three seasons with the Berlin Polar Bears. If you were there tonight at Hockey Center and you watched them play, you saw a really good player. And it just goes to show you and give you an appreciation of how good you have to be if you want to be in the National Hockey League. You got to be really, really good. And so back to some other players. Anthony Manta. <clears throat> Anthony Manta is a 28-year-old winger who, you know, the size, the overall frame, the package, we're talking six foot five, over 230 pounds. Here's a guy as well who was a 50-plus goal scorer when he played with Valdar in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. But unfortunately, he hasn't been able to find his two-way game in the National Hockey League. He struggled with consistency. He had a difficult time with Pete LaViolette when he was with the Washington Capitals. And he's trying to find his game. Max Contois. We brought him up on the podcast last night. George Larac talked about him because he's wondering if Max Contois will have difficulty at one point finding a team because, of course, there was that investigation going on with Hockey Canada, which we still don't know the outcome of it. Um, and we hope everything's going to be okay for Max Contois. Big size, too. Uh, about six foot two, 200 pounds winger, second-round draft pick of Anaheim, 50th overall. And uh, I had a chance to see him tonight and look, uh, to see a player play in a 3v3 format and then whether to decide whether or not the Montreal Canadiens should pursue or not. Uh, put it this way, he wasn't the player who most caught my attention. There was one that really did, and I'll get to him in a second. Uh, Marco Scandella, who's carved out a real nice career for himself um, with Minnesota, Buffalo, the Montreal Canadiens, St. Louis with the past four seasons, Six foot three, 215 pound defenseman for the Montreal Boys, been in the National Hockey League since 2010. Uh, Scandello was there. Um, Nick Bruyard, it was cool to see him because you know what? We're talking about a left handed defenseman who played for McGill for three seasons. He's been with the San Diego Gulls for the past three seasons. Samuel Blaise, a 27 year old, six foot two energy player, former New York Ranger who was traded to St. Louis as part of the Tarasenko deal. And Frankie Le Pen, and once again, it was difficult for goalies tonight, but uh, they all had their good moments for sure. Frankie Le Pen is a 21-year-old goalie out of Laval who just completed his fourth year in uh, in the queue. And so um, we saw ourselves a very, very good hockey game there, a very good hockey game. And we saw a lot of goals, and we saw a lot of skill. And then after that game, we saw another game, and we'll bring up the roster for the other game. 
So, um, team, accent, assurance, solutions. Alexandre Carrier, Jonathan Drouin. Jonathan Drouin, if there was ever a player who was made to measure for three-on-three hockey, this was right down his alley. And Jonathan was good. He had some good passes. He had a couple of goals, one for sure that I saw, which was a quick shot. It looked like he was going in on a two-on-oh, and it looked like he was looking left. And then all of a sudden, he shot uh, you know, very, very quickly, and he was able to beat Devin Levi. Vinny D'Arnais, I was thinking about this, and I was wondering, is there a bigger player in the National Hockey League than Vinny D'Arnais? And I don't know if there is. I mean, he's just absolutely huge. And if his name rings a bell, you'll remember that um, Vinny D'Arnais was the last guy to tangle with Arbor Jackeye. He was the last guy to tangle with Arbor Jackeye, and uh, that's when Jackeye got hurt. So uh, he's a big, big boy. Nicolas Delorier. Nicolas Delorier, this is an amazing thing to talk about tonight, Nick Delorier, and I'm going to tell you why. NHL enforcers, you know, they have this reputation that they're goons, goons, nothing but goons, this, that, and whatever. And I'm not going to tell you that there weren't some guys in the National Hockey League who were enforcers and were there because they knew how to fight and they didn't know how to do much else because that was the case. There were some. This is not the case with Nick Delorier, folks. Nick Deloria can play hockey. As a matter of fact, it was pretty cool because Jack Fucali, Zach's dad, in the YouTube chat while the stream was going on, actually messaged that, uh, typed out that, Nick Delory is one of his top five three-on-three players to watch. He absolutely watch, loves him watching him play. Nicolas Delory has got good hands. And one day we can have a show that Nicolas Delory has been removed from Montreal Canadiens for several, several years now. We can have a discussion that the Canadians could use a guy like Nick Delory on their team, on their fourth line as an energy guy. Some nights he plays, some nights he doesn't play. Take a look at who they have on their team. You have a guy like Suzuki you want to protect. You have a guy like Caulfield you want to protect. You have a guy like Doc you want to protect. Mind you, Doc can't take care of himself. You have a guy like Slavkowski who's you know, just 18 years old last year. You'd like to take care of him. You have some young players that are going to be, you know, you're a young rebuilding team, and you want to have some guys to take care of them. And I know that it's kind of being like uh, phased out of the game, but I have no problem when a guy can play. Nick Delorier can play hockey. And, um, you know, I got a lot of comments today, folks, by the way, regarding, if you remember last night, George Larac said that if he was in the National Hockey League right now, that he could take Milan Lucic, he could take Nick Delorier, he can take McDermott, and he can take Ryan Reeves, and he can beat them in a fight. Folks, he didn't say that the George Larac of 10 years ago would be the toughest guy in the National Hockey League right now. He said that right now, in 2023, he could step in, he could take on these guys, and he could beat them in a fight. Now, George is one of the toughest to ever play. He's one of the best fighters in the history of the National Hockey League. And he knows more about fighting. He forgot more about fighting in the National Hockey League than I'll ever know. 
a thousand percent. But I mean, I couldn't believe because I thought that George said something yesterday that was supposed to be a joke. But then I realized he was serious. He was doubling down. He was tripling down. He was quadrupling down. George is a beast. We all know that. He's a huge frame. He's a big guy and he's strong. I couldn't believe the amount of people that in the YouTube chat last night and even today on social media were telling me that George is right and George would. Like, folks, I completely disagree. With all due respect to George, eh? I'm not, you know, I'm not talking behind his back here. I told him this yesterday. Tony, George would kill them all. He's an animal. Okay, fine. Folks, do you know what it takes to be an athlete nowadays and how hard they train and the conditioning? George was a little mean to you, Tony says, six and a third. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He gave me his opinion. I gave him mine. There's no mean here, right? I wasn't trying to be mean with George when I told George that they would wipe the floor with him. This is the way I feel. I mean, I'm not trying, I'm not saying it because uh, I'm being mean. But uh, I'm actually very surprised the amount of people that are getting back to me and telling me that they agree with everything George said and that George, like George went as far as saying that Dave Semenko, Chris Nyland, um, and uh, Dave Brown would all be the toughest guy in the National Hockey League. I don't know if I misunderstood what he was saying, but I think he was saying that take them today at 60, 61, 62, 63, and 64, and that they still would be. I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, I, I don't, I really disagree. But it was an interesting conversation. Um, and as Bobby says, George can definitely hold on. There's no doubt about it. He could hold on, yes. But, uh, you know, once again, they're highly conditioned athletes, folks. The training that they go through right now, I don't know what George does on an everyday basis, right? Maybe he trains as hard as them. Maybe he trains harder than them. I don't know that's the case but still there's a law of physics at one point hi tony are you going to that match that george suggested are you going to do the match yeah quite possibly george wants me to put together a a soccer team he wants to put together a soccer team and the winner will give money to charity i'd rather he put together a soccer team i put together a soccer team and we all give money to the charity i think that's better than just a winning team giving money to charity but anyway it's something that we're going to discuss at one point let, let, let me get back to that roster. So anyway, I was just saying, Nick Delorier, you get a really good appreciation of how good uh, even tough guys are. Laurent Dauphin is a former Montreal Canadian who uh, I, I think at one point Dauphin scored like three goals in a row, Gru, Viel, and Zubo. But I really want to uh, also focus in on a couple of players on the other team. Uh, Devin Levi was in goal, and of course, he's a West Island boy who's a former draft pick of the Florida Panthers, and uh, he was involved in the, uh, I think it was the, um, in a trade with the, uh, was it, uh, which one was it? I think it was the Reinhardt deal. I think it was the Reinhardt deal to Buffalo, and Devin Levi was going to the, to, to the, um, 
to Florida and Devon Levi was going to the Buffalo Sabres and play well for them down the stretch. Samuel Poulain, uh, his dad, uh, Patrick Poulain. Um, Patrick Poulain used to be a, a former Montreal Canadian. Caden Gooley, look good. Folks, Caden Gooley, much like Nick Suzuki, uh, has chosen to uh, stay here all summer and uh, play a lot of golf and a lot of hockey. They're involved in a lot of golf events, charity events, uh, pickup games, uh, playing with their buddies, and a lot of hockey. So they chose to spend their summers here in Montreal, which is pretty cool. Joe Valeno, of course, is a uh, is a Montreal boy who, in the year Kakanyemi was drafted, and Kakanyemi was the first center in that draft to go at third overall. Um. Arizona drafted the second centerman, I believe, at fifth overall, I believe. Valeno went 30th that year. Valeno had a good year, all things considering with the Detroit Red Wings. Didn't put up huge numbers. Probably never will in the National Hockey League. When all is said and done, maybe he'll just end up being a full-time third-line guy. Nothing wrong with that. But I really like the way Valeno looked tonight. Once again, I thought he was flying. I thought that he looked really, really comfortable. And I, and, and I think Valeno is going to take a couple of steps forward this year. Xavier Borgo played extremely well, uh, extremely well. Pierre-Luc Dubois, uh, folks, once again, it's just it's just pickup hockey. There's nothing to write home about here. It's not the end of the world. You're not winning the Stanley Cup if you win, and you're not losing the Stanley Cup if you lose. The frame is there, size, um, height, um, reach. Uh, but it was not his best night. Pierre-Olivier Joseph on the back end, uh, of course, with the Pittsburgh Penguins, and Matthew Joseph of the Ottawa Centers. Folks, I'm going to tell you something. Every now and then, you see a player, and you say, you know what? I don't know if they're available, but if they are, that's a player that I'd like to have on my team. Matthew Joseph of the Ottawa Senators. Let's put things in context here, okay? He scored three goals in 56 games last year. That's not lighting it up, okay? But Matthew Joseph, who's never put up big numbers in the National Hockey League, the most was uh, 12 and 13 goals with Tampa Bay. But this guy had over 30 goals in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League on a couple of occasions, 33 one year in 58 games, and 36 another year in 54 games. Matthew Joseph tonight was unbelievable. He was absolutely flying. He was incredible. Folks, he was incredible. Uh, He was on. Like, he came to play. He was really really flying and it was uh it was it was really nice to see um lots of people felt the same way about tony versus snake but self-belief can go a long way what are we talking about here me versus snake are we talking about um me versus snake in a race because snake challenged me to a race folks i'm going to tell you something Snake pretty much challenged me to a race or talked about it anyway. Or maybe I took him up on it. I don't know what it, the way it went down. I will race him. I don't know which day I'm going to race him, but I'm going to race him. And when I do, I'm going to beat him. I'm telling you right now. 
So I know you're looking at me, Tony, you're carrying extra weight, this, that, whatever. You don't move all that fast. Well, I don't move as fast as I used to. But I'm very fast for my size. I'm going to tell you that right now. We just have to up the cardio a little bit because if it's going to be a 100-meter race, like I know I would I would beat him in a 20 or 30 or 40 meters. That I, I would feel very comfortable uh, and very confident with. But you know what? Uh, get my cardio up and uh, I'll take him in 100 meters. Try my best. A shout-out, by the way, to uh, Murphy Clinic, an aesthetic clinic specializing in medical aesthetic care. They offer permanent laser hair removal as well as a wide range of treatments for skin problems such as acne, rosacea, fine lines, and more. They currently have two clinics, one located in Montreal, Shop Angus, and the second on the North Shore in Tarbonne. They're also opening soon in Quebec City. Visit murphyclinic.ca or on Instagram at murphyclinic. All right, okay, so folks, once again, the LSHL, the Living Sisu Hockey League. Zach, Oliver, and Alex. Living Sisu Company, they founded in April of 2020. They've taken over the Summer League now for the past couple of seasons. It's a Summer League, which is organized by them. The best players are training, game situations, great conditions, and once again, proceeds going to Pancreatic Cancer Canada Foundation. Uniting for a cause, raising awareness, making sports accessible, summer training. And Living Sisu is a sport and wellness platform that offers limitless, all-in-one access to live the Sisu lifestyle. Resources, exclusive offers, and events powered by athletes, professionals in their field, and renowned companies. It's a platform designed to help users live the Sisu lifestyle which is all about pushing yourself to be the best version of yourself both on and off the field. And uh, they have sponsors, which we talked to you about, and those sponsors enable them to make the league possible, cover the costs of facilities, staff, materials, everything they need to offer that professional experience to the fans and the players. The tickets, once again, you can buy through the app, the proceeds go to Pancreatic Canada Cancer. They provide streaming, pictures, stats to make the, uh, the uh, event accessible to a wider audience. And they're really trying to do something special with this. And speaking of pictures, let's see if we can see one of Caden Gooley. We have the picture of Caden Gooley. Yes, no, yes, no. We're trying to get it. It doesn't look like we have it right now. All right, okay. Boop. We'll probably try and bring it up a little bit later if we can. All right. Um, 1040. I can answer some of your questions. I also want to get to this. I want to get to Patrice Bergeron. Earlier today, Patrice Bergeron announced his retirement from the National Hockey League. Bergeron was drafted in the very popular 2003 draft. He was a second-round pick, 45th overall. It's an NHL entry draft that the Montreal Canadiens and every other team that passed up on him would rather forget. The Canadians should be especially embarrassed because the Canadians that year had the 10th pick overall, and they drafted Andrei Kostitsin, and they had the 40th pick overall, 40th. 
and they went to the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League the way Boston did with pick 45. And at pick 40, the Montreal Canadiens drafted Corey Urquhart of the Montreal Rocket. And Corey Urquhart never played a game in the National Hockey League. There's not one player in round one who didn't play a game in the National Hockey League. They all did. And in round two, there were a couple of players who never played a game in the National Hockey League, probably about six or seven, one of which was Corey Urquhart. So the Canadians went to the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League and ended up drafting a player who never played a game in the National Hockey League. Patrice Bergeron, can we bring up his hockey DB? Can we bring it up? Look at Patrice Bergeron's hockey DB. Patrice Bergeron's hockey DB. It's amazing. Two thousand and three, two thousand and four season. As an eighteen-year-old, he starts in the National Hockey League. Thirty-nine points in seventy-one games. Then seventy-three points. Seventy. Seven points in 10 games, 39 and 64, 52 and 73, 57 and 80, 64 and 81. Then there's the lockout year. After that, it's 32 and 42, 62 points in 80 games, 55 and 81, 68 and 80, 53 and 79, 63 and 64, 79 and 65, 56 and 61, 48 points in 54 games, 65 and 73, 58 in 78 when all is said and done 1294 regular season games 427 goals 613 assists 1040 points in 170 playoff games 50 goals 78 assists 128 points three times in the Stanley Cup final one Stanley Cup win in 2011 Six Frank J. Selke trophies as the best defensive centerman in the entire National Hockey League. Add to that a King Clancy Memorial Trophy and a Mark Messier NHL Leadership Award. This guy in the best draft or one of the top three drafts in the history of National Hockey League drafts was the best player from that draft that had Marc-Andre Fleury, Eric Stahl, Nathan Horton, Thomas Vanek, Jeff Carter, Dustin Brown, Brent Seabrook, Zach Parise, Ryan Getzlaff, Brent Burns, Ryan Kessler, Mike Richards, Corey Perry. In round two, Louis Erickson. The list goes on and on. Patrice Bergeron was the best player from that draft. Patrice Bergeron is one of the best players in the history of the National Hockey League. When we talk about a 200-foot game, most complete players, Sidney Crosby's name is probably the first name mentioned. And if it's not, it's Patrice Bergeron. The Boston Bruins were so lucky to have this guy. We were so blessed to watch this guy play the ultimate pro, the consummate professional, 
a great teammate, a great leader, a great person on and off the ice, always carried himself extremely well, represented the Boston Bruins great. I love this player. I really, really love this player. At one point, I remember he had started in the National Hockey League, and then he was going the year after. I think he was going to play for Canada at the World Juniors. And I saw Claude Julien, and I said to Claude, and I said, Claude, is it a good idea that he's going to play for the World Juniors? I mean, sometimes I look at it and I say, you know what, you, you, have, you have nothing to gain by going when you've already played in the National Hockey League. And he looked at me and he said, Tony, he's a great player. He'll go there and he'll be great. He's a great player. And Claude was right, a great player. And I don't know about that Selkie trophy, but I think they probably got to rename it the Patrice Bergeron Award uh, trophy, something like that. And the Boston Bruins got to honor this guy in some way, shape. First of all, first ballot Hall of Famer. He's going to the Hall of Fame, uh, retire his jersey, and keep him in the organization. Ambassador for sure. If he wants to be director of hockey operation, whatever he wants to be, can you imagine having a guy like that around in your organization for the longest time? And on Boston radio, on Boston radio, um, to think there are some in Boston who have called Patrice Bergeron overrated. Overrated. We're talking about one of the best two-way players to ever play the game. We're talking about arguably the best defensive forward to ever ever play the game or someone who's definitely in that discussion, six Selkies. And during his time with the Bruins, three Stanley Cup finals, a Stanley Cup win. And on Boston radio, there's some that call him overrated. They should be ashamed of themselves. They should be ashamed of themselves. Patrice Bergeron is anything but overrated. As a matter of fact, probably even underrated if that's possible. Have a great retirement, Patrice. Let's give him an award, man. Let's give him an award. Hey, I talked to you about Playground. Putin, $6 every Wednesday as of 5 p.m. By the way, Wednesday mornings, they have breakfasts that are an unbelievable value, especially for what you get, the quality and the quantity. It's incredible. Tony Pergenero says, Boston Radio are shock jocks. Not surprised. Yeah, they're not only shock jocks, they're pretty smart ones because they make over a million bucks a year in Boston. Over a million bucks, by the way. That's what happens. You're in Boston. You do sports radio in Boston. You do sports radio in New York. You do sports radio in Philadelphia. You do sports radio in Chicago. You do sports radio in Los Angeles. You're making seven figures a year. You do sports radio in Montreal. Your buddy who works in an office in customer service is making more than you. But anyway, I digress. That's another story for another day. There's always podcasts. That's a different story. Uh, all right, okay. 
Uh, on that note, does you have any other questions? Anybody have any questions? Because uh, you know what? I It's been a long day, long afternoon, and a long night. But, man, I, I'm so happy I went out there. And the season is not over, eh, folks? Uh, the women play as well in the LSHL League. Uh, and uh, so the women play once a week. The men play once a week. And once again, it's $10 uh, through the Living Sisu app. Uh, with the proceeds going towards uh, Pancreatic Cancer Society. Uh, so it's a great cause. It's a great event. It's great hockey to watch. It really is. It was a lot of fun. And so um, special thanks to uh, Zach Fucali, Oliver, Alex. Had a great chat with uh, with Zach at the end of the night and uh, also with uh, Ted Harmon from Accent Insurance Solutions. Had a really, really great chat. Every now and then, you meet somebody for the very first time, but you feel like you've known them forever. Uh, that was one of those nights. And, uh, you know, I've had a couple of conversations with Zach, too, but it's not like I've had 100 conversations, probably about five or six, but same exact feeling with Zach. I feel like I've known him for the longest time. Once again, one of the nicest people I've had a chance to meet since I've been covering this game, uh, Zach Fucali. And uh, so happy that he was able to win the Calder Cup and pushing for Zach and, and pulling for Zach to... Um, you know, get himself a full-time gig in the National Hockey League. But once again, you know, 32 teams in the NHL, folks, there's 64 goalies. And those 64, they're the best in the world at what they do. So it's a tough nut to crack. And just to be involved in that conversation, and um, it's pretty cool. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. So uh, he's had a great career. Tony, don't forget to mention... Um, don't forget to mention the, I don't quite get this text from Joel Kravitz. I think he made a spelling mistake. Chris says, is it mere that the Habs acquire many defensemen this offseason? No, the Canadians, the cupboards are full, folks. At all positions, the cupboards are full. Kelly says, thanks, Tony, for going live after your busy day. Kelly, you're very welcome. I just thought, you know what, I, I thought it was, if I was going to be there for the 5:15 game and be there for the 6 o'clock game and then after, I just thought, you know what, the best thing to do is, um, is to come on and talk about it. Tony, maybe a word of encouragement for the callers who wait near the phones. Okay. Who's waiting near the phones? We're not taking any calls tonight, unless you want to call. I mean, folks, if you ever want to call, you let us know. I'll tell in yellow. We'll open up the phone lines. And we'll get to your call. You can uh, you can ask you can ask me anything. Ask me anything. Why not? Oh, by the way, I think somebody uh, wrote that. Uh, oh, now I understand. Uh, I understand Joel's message. Uh, Rocky Wirtz, chairman of uh, the Chicago Blackhawks, uh, has passed away uh, earlier today at 70 years of age. So our thoughts and prayers obviously go out to him uh, and his family. Now I understand uh, Joel's message. Spray your hair, Tony, from Kook Kook 69. Here we go. This is what you want. This is what you got. Why don't we do this? Take away this. 
Hold on, I can't see all that well with those. Is there um is there a show tomorrow, Tony? Yes, of course there's a show. Why wouldn't there be a show? Of course there's a show. We bring you a show weeknights at 10 p.m. Of course there's a show. Habs finish around 26 to 30 again this year, Tony. Um, the Habs will not finish in the bottom five. They'll do better than that. They'll do better than that. All right. For Charlie Cabrera at Optimal Stretch Clinic, 4710 St. Ambroise. Specializes in fascial stretch therapy, him and Sam. So good at what they do. Um, they basically started uncranking me. And as he started uncranking me, I could hear everything open up like. <laughs> I made a wrong noise, but anyway, you, you get my drift. How do you do uncranking? I don't know, but it's definitely not like that. But anyway, uh, my buddy Dom over at Sophia's, where I love a good pizza there, uh, he actually watches the podcast all the time, and he heard me talking about Charlie Cabrera over at Optimal Stretch Clinic. So he sent me a picture yesterday and said, look, my new friend, and he was there. He was at Optimal Stretch Clinic. So if you have a chance to go see him, uh, go see him. Tony, how many points improvement do you see the Habs this year? We've got plenty of time to talk about that. But once again, the Habs will not finish in the bottom five. I predict better than that. I predict better than that. All right. So uh, that's it. Here we are about uh, 50 plus minutes in on this Tuesday, July 25th. I want to thank everyone for watching on YouTube Live, uh, Facebook Live and Twitter Live. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do so. Uh, if you're going to listen to us, if you're watching, actually like it, share it with your friends. Comment sick right now, S-I-C-K, S-I-C-K, S-I-C-K. And um, if you're going to listen to us on Google, Apple, or Spotify, leave us a five-star review if you can. It's our way of feeling the love. Tony, I'd love to hear some of your old conversations with Ted Teven. Well, I guess we're going to have to pull up the audio cassettes for that one. This one from Joel Kravitz. Mark. Meringer says, are you back? I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. At BPM at the end of August, or is it September? Yes, as a matter of fact, BPM Spar. Um, we'll go back to um, some of the people who have been off this summer. We'll be back starting on Monday, August the 28th. And um, I would imagine uh, I will be back. And I look forward to it. Tony Hope. Hope you can come back next Tuesday. Stefano, who I would imagine was at the event there at Hockey, et cetera, tonight. And uh, Stefano, I enjoyed myself very, very much. And you know what? I promise uh, that uh, tonight was not the only uh, time I was going to take it in. Uh, hi, Tony. My pleasure for playing your theme song, Stefano, the scorekeeper. Oh, Stefano, thank you very much. I'm sure uh, I, I thought it was pretty cool that you were playing the theme song. I thought that was very, very cool. And that I thought that was very, very nice of you. Ted Harmon really enjoyed chatting this evening. Tony completely agree that it's great hockey. Uh, yes. And Ted and good for you and uh, accent insurance solutions, as well as all the other sponsors of the event for being able to cover some of those costs so that, uh, you know, the event is pulled off because you know what? Um, you um, you need the support of the sponsors and the partners, and you are there for them and good for you. Habs just signed George only for the preseason games to see how he does against tough guys. This coming in from Joe Manella. Come on, Joe. Let's be honest here. 
Second and third, so snake is toast. I don't know about that, but, you know, I usually do well when I'm challenged. I usually do well when I'm challenged. So I look forward to that for sure, a thousand percent. All right? Any other Hey, listen, if you want to ask questions, go for it. Think Doc is getting 50 points this year? Yes, I think he's getting more. Nikki, I appreciate the fact you're asking me a soccer question, but we have a soccer podcast for that. Let's keep this to haps. Because if we want to talk about soccer, we can talk about Lionel Messi, who scored a brace tonight, by the way, in the League's Cup. Bobby says, how's the diet? It's good. I mean, I was a lot stricter before, but it's, it's okay. Did you soup up your Vespa? No, I did not. Do you recommend I should? I mean, what's the difference? If you soup it up, it's going to go faster, but it's a 50cc, and uh, you don't require a license for it. Even if I soup it up, if I'm not going to be able to drive it more than 50 because I'm going to end up getting a ticket, then what's the use of souping it up? Bobby says messy. Wow. Peter says, is Hoffman done as a hab? Well, he definitely will be at the end of the season. Tony, bring the snake up again. My pleasure to listen to you and him talk. This coming in from Frankie Leonid, Leonidis. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. If I watch or listen to the podcast the next day, do you still get the view or is it live only? No, we still get the view. Asking, asking because I listen usually next day at work. No, no, we still get the view. We still get the view. Thanks, everyone, for uh, watching tonight. Thanks for all the questions. Thanks for participating. And thanks for uh, the team over at um, uh, Living Sisu for having me and uh, working color with uh, Marco, who was at play-by-play. That was a lot of fun. We were starting down the stretch there. We were starting to have a little bit of chemistry and get into a groove. And I think we enjoyed ourselves. I know I did. Thank you very much, everyone, for watching. Once again, it is the Sick Podcast, weeknights at 10 p.m. Special thanks to all of our partners, Energy Transportation Group, Murphy Clinic, Labit ATB, and Playground, as well as Matrix, of course. Discover a club-quality workout in the comfort of your own home, Matrix Home Fitness. Have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. It is the Sick Podcast. I'm... Marinaro. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Tony Marinaro on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. La Vida TV. Embrace your true nature. And Playground. Your premier gaming destination.